Hey there, Rally fam. I'm so glad you took time out of your week to get along to Rally this week. I hope and pray you've been so encouraged and so inspired already by being with your brothers and sisters in Jesus. My name is Dan Leanne, the best friend that many of you all have never met, but I'm one of the teaching pastors here at New Spring Church, and we wanna let you know, Rally, we love you so much. Come on, all the young adults who are there right now, we want you to know we love you, we value you, we are for you, we're here to cheer you on into every good thing that God has planned for you. So if you ever find yourself at the end of your rope and you don't know where to go, know that you have a church family, you have a church home, there are spiritual mothers and fathers in this house who are here for you. I want to honor all of our rally team, Josh Ball, his entire team. Wow, what amazing revolutionary work you're doing across the state of South Carolina. We love you, Josh, so much. We love you, team, so much. You are doing a great work that is going to show up in eternity. I have the honor and privilege of teaching the word tonight, and we're going to be engaging the rally values over the next couple of rallies. And, and this week, I'm going to be looking at the first rally value. But let me show you the rally values first and foremost. They are to pursue the presence of God, to pursue people, and to pursue the ways of Jesus. This week, we're going to talk about pursuing the presence of God, specifically prioritizing the presence of God. So if you're taking down notes tonight, you can write that down at the top of your notebook or right there in your note app, prioritizing the presence of God. God. Let me pray and let's jump into this word. Lord Jesus, we love you. Father God, we exalt you. Holy Spirit, we invite you. Be our teacher. Speak to us. Do what only you can do. Leave us changed. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Prioritizing the presence of God. Hey, 1825s, I know there are some people watching right now who aren't at college, but those who are at college, put your hand up. Come on, where are my college students at? Specifically, where were my freshmen at? How, how was move-in this week? It looked crazy. Uh, I was in the Anderson Tug uh, the other week, and I'm telling you now, it was like move-in week for kids around Clemson and most likely Anderson University, and I'm telling you now, it was wild. It was a jungle full of young ladies rolling around with their mothers, pushing carts, and those carts were overflowing with the things that they were gonna set their rooms up with. I'm talking about like lamps, I'm talking about oil diffusers, I'm talking about shower caddies, I'm talking about wall art. I'm talking about random pretty pink things that were fluffy. Their carts were slammed with things they were going to set their rooms up with. Guys were so different than the girls because I saw guys rolling around with their mothers as well and their carts were a little bit lighter, if you know what I'm saying. In one guy's cart I saw there was only an Xbox, a big box of ramen, and a pair of slides, okay? And that's basically all this young man obviously needed for his first semester in college, which goes to, which goes to show uh, that men and women prioritize different things. Obviously, women prioritize general hygiene, uh, smelling nice uh, and pretty things, and men, um, at least a lot of young men at college, prioritize um, call of duty, um, comfortable footwear, uh, and basically cheap carbohydrates. Um, irrespective of what you prioritize in getting into your college room this semester, can I challenge you to prioritize the thing that is most important? And that is the presence of God. 
I know it's mind-blowing. I know it's breathtaking. I know it's skin-tingling to think that the God of this universe who created everything wants you to experience his tangible presence. But my friend, the reality is he wants you more than anything to furnish your life, to fill your life, to have your life overflow with his presence. Why? Because in Psalm 16, verse 11, the Bible tells us, in God's presence is fullness of joy. I know that you're here at college or you're here in this young adult season and you want your life to be full of fun. You want your life to be full of joy and laughter. I'm here to let you know, no greater fun, no greater joy, no greater laughter is found in any other place than the presence of God. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 14, it says, my presence shall go with you and I will give you peace and rest in a dead, dark, divided world so marked by pain and vitriol and division, we can find peace and rest in God's presence. In Acts chapter three and verse 19, it says, times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. You're gonna get tired this year. You're gonna get exhausted during the semester. I'm telling you, refreshing and renewal is found in the presence of God. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I'm telling you, there are some young people going through their young adult season, and they're wound up, and they're bound up, and they're being ground up by things that are holding you down. God wants to free your life into great things for his glory, and that freedom is found in the presence of God. First John chapter four and verse 18, the promise is where the presence of God is, where his love is, fear has to flee. Or in other words, where God's presence is, fear is absence. And absent, I know that you're worried about kind of the future. I know you're stressed about some classes. I know some of you will feel, even right now, overwhelmed by what is on your schedule, but the reality is you have nothing to fear when you recognize the presence of God near. Right at the beginning of this semester, irrespective of the season of life you're in during this 18 to 25 stretch, our heart's hope and our heart's prayer is first and foremost, you all would become a people of God's presence that you would know what it means to experience him, to know him, to feel him, to hear him, to sense him, to touch him, to be led by him. We here at Rally value God's presence because from God's presence flows every good thing that God has planned and prepared for your life. So what I wanna do is I want to just break this down a little bit more. I wanna share three truths that, that you need to wrestle with and embrace in your spirit if you're going to become a person of God's presence. Um, if you're writing down notes, I want you to write this first truth down. You won't be a person of presence unless you truly believe, first and foremost, God made you for his presence. You were literally designed by God to flourish in his presence. That's the reason in Genesis chapter one and, and two, you'll, you'll see right there at the beginning of the book, 
is God is drawing this beautiful picture of his love for humanity and his desire to interact with those created in his image. You'll see right there in the beginning, God creates the heavens and the earth. He fills the earth with living creatures, the skies with birds, the the sea with fish, and in the middle of creation, he puts a garden, and in the middle of that garden, he puts you and me. Why? Because it was his intention from the beginning of time. It's in your design and your DNA to flourish and to feel most at home in a garden with him. That's the reason you can make a million dollars. You can make a billion dollars and still feel restless. That's the reason you can become Insta-famous or TikTok-famous, but still feel like you're empty inside. That's the reason you can have multiple degrees hanging on your wall, the dream job right there at your fingertips, but still feel like you're living with no purpose. Why? Because you were first and foremost designed to flourish in the presence of God. That's the reason in Psalm 73, verse 28, the psalmist would declare, but as for me, I know it is good, it is right, it is just fitting to be near God. That's the reason Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, hey guys, before anything else, seek first God his kingdom, and his presence, and it's amazing how everything else in life stacks upright behind that. You get that piece right, you get the presence piece right, money makes sense, relationships make sense, marriage makes sense, your job will make sense, that class will make sense, your future will make sense if you get that piece right. Why? Because you were designed for his presence. The second point is this. Not only were you made for his presence, God makes a way for you to experience his presence. So God made you in his image to know you. Yeah, you. I know there are some people who are finding that hard to believe. But Dan, I'm so ordinary. I'm so garden variety. I'm so easily overlooked. I've barely found a friendship circle here at college or in my workplace. Are you telling me that Father, Son, and Spirit want to know me? Yes, he made you because he wants to know you. I know there are some people who are finding that hard to believe because you're saying, you know what, but Dan, I've messed up so much. I've fallen so much. I've made so many mistakes. I've crossed so many lines. I've broken so many rules. There is no way that I deserve a relationship with God. There is no way that I have in any way, shape, or form merited his presence. I'm here to let you know you're right. You're fallen, as am I. But it's not your goodness. It's his goodness. It's not your loveliness. It's his love that brings him into relationship with us. And he wants to have you experience his presence. And you gotta understand, he did everything required to make a way for you to experience his presence. You understand that God is everywhere all at the same time. That's the reason in Psalm 139, it talks about, hey, where can I go and not find God? (laughs) I can go to the highest heavens, I can go to the lowest pits of hell, and God is there. That's the reason in the book of Acts, it talks about, hey, you know what, God can't be kept in a box. 
He doesn't just live in one space to be served by the hands of man. No, it's in him we live and move and have our being. Or in other words, God is everywhere. But God is especially present for his children. I'm telling you, if I ever had a chance to meet you face to face, I would be so pumped to give you a fist bump and hear about your story, maybe even journey with you for a bit, but I'm telling you now, compared to how present I am with my son Josiah and my daughter Caitlin, it's not even worth comparing. And I'm here to let you know that even though God is everywhere all at the same time, his love abounds, his grace permeates the earth. He especially wants to be experienced in a rich, real, and tangible way by his children, and he makes a way. That's the reason Jesus came to earth. That's the reason Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life. That's the reason he stood trial for crimes he did not commit. That's the reason he carried a cross he didn't deserve to bear. That's the reason he was crucified and felt the agony that should have befallen us. That's the reason he hung in the elements, rejected by his father. He went through that so that we could access presence with God forever. I know sometimes it's hard to believe that God can make a way for someone as broken as you and me to find ourselves in his presence, but I'm here to let you know he literally went through hell to get you into his father's presence, Jesus did. He alone makes a way. That, that always wasn't the way. Once upon a time, only one person from one tribe, from one people in the earth, one time a year, could experience God's presence face to face. That was a high priest. But with Jesus and his sacrifice, a temple curtain was torn in two from top to bottom, inviting each and every single one of you into daily, unbroken, tangible presence with Side note, when you know someone has gone through a lot to spend time with you, that question about whether or not you're valuable to that individual or whether your presence to that individual really matters is answered forevermore. Look at this bloodstained cross. Reflect on life from an empty tomb and you will know once and for all how desperately desirous God is to have you experience his tangible presence. Again, it's not by what you do, it's what he's done. It's not your religious sacrifice, it was his perfect sacrifice that made a way for you and me to experience his tangible presence. So first and foremost, I want you to get this. You are made for his presence. You will never feel more joy, more peace, more context, more perspective, more hope than in his presence. God did whatever was required through his son Jesus to make a way for you to experience his presence in a tangible way. The father would give his son, his son would die on a cross, 
His Son would fight hell, overcome, resurrect, and give us the Holy Spirit. And now that Holy Spirit is poured into your hearts, like it says in Romans chapter 5 and Galatians chapter 4, is literally poured into your hearts so you as a child of God can experience a depth of presence no one else in creation could dream of. And thirdly and lastly, I want you to get this. Just as God made you for his presence and God makes a way for you to experience his presence, God's presence, him tangibly being close to you, him literally communicating to you, him in the most beautiful way comforting you, him in the most bold way directing you, God's presence is amplified by attention. God's presence is amplified by attention. I don't want you to get caught up in this mentality when we use phrases like pursuing the presence of God, that God is somehow running away from you so you have to chase him. You know what I'm saying? Like guys here, you be texting that girl, like you're like 14 texts in and she's not replying, she ain't interested. Stop pursuing, you know? <laughs> Brad's like saying, playing hard to get. Just send another 14 texts. No, you become a creeper. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. God is not playing hard to get. God is not a hide and seek God. When we're talking about pursuing, we're not talking about running after a God who's running away from you. We're talking about paying attention to a God who's paying attention to you. That's the reason the Bible tells us in the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 8, that as we come near to God, he comes near to us. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. This pursuit isn't in the pursuit of a God who is running away. No, this pursuit is the pursuit of a God who's running in your direction. And there is nothing quite as beautiful as watching two people who love each other running towards one another. God's presence is amplified, it's magnified, it's manifestly experienced as you pay attention. You know this to be true, because you all have friends who are there but not really there. <laughs> you know someone who's like you're kind of hanging out with, you might go out for a meal with them or you might hang out at a game with them and you're trying to talk with them and, and they're always on their phone. Or like you're saying something and you know they're not really listening to you and, 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 and then basically they just keep cutting back in and just talking about what they want to talk about, totally disconnected from your feelings. We all know what it's like to have a relationship with someone that, that doesn't really pay much attention to you. We also know what it's like to find yourself in a relationship where two people or two individuals pay attention to one another. I know how it feels to listen to my wife, Krista, and have her hear me. Uh, um, I know what it's like to have like, you know, my, my feelings laid bare and for Krista to respond to me. I know what it's like for, for, for me and Krista in the, in the morning to, to share about what God is saying to us individually and then pray for one another. I know what it's like to, to take time every single week to, to go out on a date night and make sure that that we both kind of revert to, you know, just a couple of happy 17-year-olds just happy to hold hands. I know what it's like to, 
to go away with Krista on our annual vacation, just the two of us, and, and leave our phones in the hotel room as we chill by a pool. I know what it's like to offer someone attention and to know someone is paying me attention. And I want you to understand that if you want to feel and experience more and more of the presence of God, he's there. He made you for it. He made a way for you. And now all he's saying is, would you pay me some attention? Not in a needy way or an insecure way, but in a loving way as he's running in your direction. He's just saying, would you draw near to me? That's what I do every single morning. As I take quiet time at the beginning of the day and I open up God's word, I don't do it to, to learn things so that I can teach things. I do it because he's talking to me. That's the reason I pray. It's not so I can read off like a shopping list to God and hope he does things for me like some kind of vending machine in the sky. I do it because when I talk to him, guess what? He talks back. That's the reason I worship him. I lift up my voice as broken as it is, as bad as it is. I lift my voice because as I praise his name, his presence resides in that praise. It's an amazing how big things that seem to rob my peace become small things that go away. Come on, when I worship God and when I praise God, I feel him and I sense him. That's the reason I gather with my brothers and sisters in Christ every single week. I believe that God is with us everywhere, but he's with us especially when two or three gather in his name. That's the reason rally group is so important. That's the reason Sunday morning at New Spring Church is so important because when we get together, we experience him in a tangible way. God made you to thrive in his presence. God made a way through his son Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit to come into his presence daily as a child. And his tangible presence is amplified simply as we turn our face to him. So as we break up in a few moments time and you guys go off to rally group, I just want you to ask two simple questions. Just have a conversation about this. First and foremost, I don't want to assume that everyone at rally, well, I hope not everyone at rally is already a follower of Jesus. And I want you to have an opportunity to say, you know what, I've heard about Jesus, I've talked about Jesus, I got brought up around a church where they're all about Jesus, but for me, I have never allowed Jesus to make a way for me back into relationship with the Father. I want everyone to have a conversation about whether or not this is a prayer you need to pray and a decision you need to make. And then after that, I want you to have a talk about how can you be more attentive? How can you pay more attention deliberately every single day and every single week to God's presence? Because remember, his presence is amplified by attention. Is it about coming along to church? Is it about finally cracking open that Bible? Is it actually just starting to learn how to pray Whatever comes up, I want you as a rally group to encourage one another and maybe even hold one another accountable. Is that cool? We love you so much, rally. And I know that you have an adventurous year ahead. If you're working, you're in the most exciting working years of your life. <laughs> you're setting a course 
If you're at college, I know there's a lot of things that have changed, but I'm telling you now, this is one of the most beautiful seasons you're ever going to experience. And I don't know how everything is going to play out. There's still a lot of uncertainty in the air and in the earth. In fact, I can guarantee you, irrespective of what season you're in, there will be no shortage of pressure, problems, or pains. And if I could remove them from your path, I would, but I don't have that power, nor do you. But here's the good news. Irrespective of what befalls your journey in these days and months ahead, the promise of his presence is on the table. And when you have his presence, problems become right-sized, pains get healed, pressure is alleviated. When you have his presence, your path forward always eventually becomes clear. I can't take away some of the challenges that you're gonna face, but I can promise that the God who made you for his presence makes a way for you to experience his tangible presence as a child and wants you to feel his presence more and more all the days of your life is on offer to you and is ready to be experienced. I'm gonna pray for you and then we're gonna jump in some rally groups. Lord Jesus, we love you. Father God, thank you. Holy Spirit, seal this in Jesus' name. And all of God's presence people said, amen.